Hello, future freedivers, and thank you for downloading this episode of the Total Beginner Freedive Podcast, brought to you by Octopus Freediving. This is episode 10 about what equipment you'll need as a beginner or for your beginner course and general cost. In the next episode, I will go into more details on fins and wetsuits. Jingle, please. 20 years stuck in the office, and now he's traveling the world. Just one breath and diving deep, he's healthier and happier than ever. Free dive nomad, he's found what he wants to do. A free diving podcast, a total beginners like you. Free dive nomad, the peace into the deep blue. Make the dream come true, you can do this too. Hello again, Ray here, aka the Freedive Nomad and the host of this show. When I first got into freediving, I thought it was going to be a much cheaper hobby versus scuba diving, as freediving doesn't have as much equipment. But boy, was I seriously wrong. I recently just saw a meme on Facebook that said, steal a man's wallet and he'll be poor for a week. Teach him to dive and he'll be poor for the rest of his life. And that is true for both scuba diving and freediving. Don't get me wrong though, freediving can be as cheap as you'd like, like just a price of a mask if you are diving in warm waters, but it can also get really, really expensive. If you buy all your equipment at the lower end of the price range, you're still looking at a at least a few hundred US dollars. A great budget place to buy your equipment is Decathlon, which is in many, many countries. And they make high quality entry level equipment for any sport, including freediving. Or you can go to Amazon, which quality can't be hit and miss, but at least you can return it. As a beginner student, at a minimum, you will need a mask, snorkel, fins, wetsuit, and weight and a weight belt. So for the mask, these can go anywhere from 15 to 50 US dollars or more. If you have a mask and snorkel from scuba diving, I would just use those as some of my students have done before. And if you don't have it, this is something I'd consider buying because it's generally not that expensive. Free dive masks are lower volume than scuba diving masks as you need to release some of the air into your mask from your lungs to prevent the mask from squeezing onto your face too hard from the increasing hydrostatic pressure. And they come with either plastic lenses or tempered glass lenses. Plastic ones are easier to scratch, but harder to break. Glass lenses don't scratch as easily, but can shatter if you drop it. I personally prefer plastic because they come in curved lens, which looks slicker and a less boxy feel versus glass lens. I've seen on some Facebook groups and other online forums with a lot of people asking which masks are the best. And the answer to that is, different for everyone as it really depends on how the mask fits on your face. I have a $15 mask that I bought off Amazon fit better than a $50 branded mask. To see if a mask will fit you properly, pull the straps over the front of the mask, look towards the sky, and place the mask over your eyes. Then you want to feel if there's any space between the edge of the silicone skirt of the mask and your face. If there is, that mask is not right for you. And try another one. Do not suck in through your nose as most people are taught to do. If you need more of a visual on this, check out my instructor trainer's video on YouTube 
link in the show notes. The Aqualung Sphera mask seems to be the most popular mask out there. And I've heard some people say that it fits 80% of people's faces, but unfortunately, mine is not one of them. Personally, I have found the Molchanov's Core Freediving Mask fits my flat and wide face perfectly. Snorkel. Again, you can use your scuba one for this, but if you have to go out and buy it, get the most basic, uncomplicated J-shaped snorkel. You don't want that fancy stuff on there like splash guard, which can cause you to breathe more carbon dioxide or the purge valve as those leak and break easily and you can have it flapping on your face when you're ascending from your dive. Snorkels go for about 15 to 30 US dollars, which is kind of expensive for a simple piece of equipment. Fins. The beautiful long fins are the hallmark of freediving and one of the more costlier pieces of equipment in freediving. An entry level pair of fins are about 100 US dollars, which are just plastic. If you can pay for a little bit more, I'd go for fiberglass, which probably has the best price to performance ratio, but there are plenty of advanced divers taking plastic fins deep. On the top end, you have carbon fins, which can set you back 500 US dollars or more, which you honestly don't need. If you buy carbon or fiberglass fins, you have a choice of stiffness of the blades, either soft, medium, or stiff. You want to opt for the soft stiffness as it's all you really need if you have good technique and it'll save your legs. If you have closed pocket short fins from scuba diving or you're snorkeling, then you can use those for a beginner freedive course. I've had students use these before. Do not use the ones with the adjustable straps as you don't have much power transferred into your fins as they're not designed for free dive kicking. Tune in to the next episode where I will talk about the best fin option I feel for beginner freedivers, wetsuit. As I've said in a previous episode, this is the one piece of equipment that I advise my students to consider buying as everyone pees in their wetsuit. And it can be kind of gross no matter how well it's cleaned. Some locations you may not even need a wetsuit if the water is warm enough but I'd cover up with a rash guard, at least, as you never know when jellyfish are out to get you. Also, even if you are in warm water, because the thermal conductivity of water is 20 times that of air, even water that's just a few degrees below your body temperature is enough to make you feel cold. So layer up. If you already have a wetsuit from scuba or surfing, I'd check with your instructor if you could use that. No reason to buy a new one. I used my scuba wetsuit for a while until I got my specialized freedive wetsuit. And we'll get into more detail about wetsuits again in the next episode. Weight belt and weights. Freedive weight belt should be rubber. And here's why. As you dive deeper, your body will shrink, especially your core, due to hydrostatic pressure. If you use a regular scuba nylon belt, and as you shrink, your weight belt will loosen up and fall down to your armpits. With a rubber belt, as you shrink, the rubber belt will continue to cinch onto your waist, staying in place instead of awkwardly in your armpits. Unfortunately, these rubber weight belts cost around 20 to 30 US dollars. Pretty expensive considering how basic of a product it is, like the snorkel. For weights, 
The starting point is the thickness of your wetsuit plus two kilograms or about 4.4 pounds. So if you have a five millimeter wetsuit, then you want to start with seven kilograms. Just note that everyone's body composition is different and the range of weights you'll need to wear will vary widely. So that's just a guide. And the first thing you'll do at the start of an open water session is your instructor will check to see if you're properly weighted. I would check with your school or instructor if they provide weights. Most schools that have students who fly in would provide weights you can use as it can be pretty expensive to fly with them. Now, just a quick bit on choosing the color of your equipment. As you go free diving in bigger groups or you go to a school or go boat diving, there's going to be a lot of equipment that are the same color and look alike. Most of the equipment is black. So if you have a choice to pick a color other than black, I would do so. Also mark your equipment. I use a permanent pen to mark my fins, snorkel, and mask, and you can wrap some colorful electrical tape around your snorkel. It'll also help your safety spot you in low visibility waters. So if you ever see my Instagram, that's why I have a lot of hot pink equipment. Easier to find, harder to lose, easier to be spotted in the water, and I just like the color. To try to find used equipment, look for a Facebook group in your area for freediving or spearfishing and post on there. I started one in Las Vegas. I've seen groups for Southern California, here in Taiwan, Bali, Austin, Texas, etc., etc. And check to see if there's a scuba or spearfishing shop near you that rents freediving equipment. Some have programs where you can use your rental costs and apply them as store credit to buy your equipment from them after a course or later. And that's it for today's show. If you found this podcast really helpful and want some way to support it, you can either leave me a review on the Apple Podcast platform or buy me a coffee at freedivepodcast.com slash coffee. Again, that's freedivepodcast.com slash coffee. And that's it. Dive safe and never dive alone. 20 years stuck in the office and now he's traveling the world just one breath and diving deep he's healthier and happier than ever free dive nomad he's found what he wants to do a free diving podcast a total beginners like you free dive nomad the peace into the deep blue make the dream come true you can do this too